another DC superhero movie is out, so we wrap ourselves in a lasso of truth and get our buzz on. Welcome to Buzzed Off Film, the spoiler-free review sister episode of our regularly scheduled programming, High on Film. Here we are, two cisgendered white guys about to review the highest-budgeted female-helmed film and uh, feminist Wonder Woman from 2017, directed by Patty Jenkins, written by Alan Hernberg for the screenplay, Hernberg, Zack Snyder, and Jason Fuchs for the story by, and William Moulton Marston created Wonder Woman oh so long ago. Welcome to the show. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Boy, oh boy. I think uh, very well established we all love the superhero movies here on High on Film. For better or worse, we keep seeing them. And I'm pretty excited to start talking about Wonder Woman. With me as always, the man right to my left, the co-host from the couch and the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend, Mr. Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad. How's it going? Oh, going well. How are you? I'm good. Doing well. Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman. Now, it's, it's no secret that we're not so hot on, say, Man of Steel. No. Or Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Nope. I don't believe you even saw Squad Squad yet. Uh, I did not, out of choice. Out of choice. Because I've heard, I've heard <laughs> things, and I was, by, after seeing Batman v Superman, I was pretty fed up and needed to not see that. I will see it at some point. I'm sure we'll do it on the podcast at some point with a certain <laughs> certain guest that yeah. I won't name, but Brendan Gallagher. But um, but yeah, I don't like these movies. I mean, we haven't. I think you were saying we haven't seen a good DC movie since The Dark Knight. Yeah, which is or almost in a decade at this. point. That was the last time I enjoyed myself at a DC movie. Yeah, that's been almost ten years. Yeah, nine years. I guess technically. Well, uh, here we are, Wonder Woman. You want to jump right into movie trailer voices? Sure. Our own custom movie trailers for the movie we just watched, Wonder Woman. Go ahead, Brad. Travel back in time to see how Diana became Wonder Woman. When an American pilot crashes into the ocean, Diana saves him. He tells the Amazons about the war going on in his world. Diana travels with the pilot in order to stop the war and possibly a god. Is Diana strong enough to stop... A war, find out in Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. Good, good, good. Thanks, thanks. You're welcome, sir. You ready for mine? I am. In a world where men flail to make a good DC comic book movie, we must remember that Zeus gave his last breath so a woman could save us. Gal Gadot bursts onto the scene as Diana, princess of Themyscira, raised as an Amazon, but always pulled towards something more. When world war spills out onto the isolated and peaceful shores of the Amazons, Diana makes up her mind to join the fight and fulfill her destiny. Paired with an American spy, Steve Trevor, and his band of misfits, they fight their way to the front lines of the war to end all wars in an attempt to stop the release of an unstoppable searing gas and the corruption brought upon men by Ares, the god of war. Fight with strength. Fight with love. Fight with Wonder Woman. Well, much more detailed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decided to go into the plot a little bit. Sure, sure. Good call. Thank you. Um, great. Uh, let's get into To Pee or Not To Pee, the next segment, where inevitably in a two-hour and 21-minute movie, you may find yourself finishing your big gulp, huh? And uh, have to use the bathroom. Inevitably, you might want to not miss anything. Inevitably. What do I say inevitably for? I don't know. 
<laughs> You're not gonna want to miss anything. <laughs> Is there any way, uh, any place in this film, Brad, do you think you can get up and leave the theater without missing a, an important plot piece or a cool action scene? Or, conversely, times where you should stay in your seats because here comes some of the scenes you're going to want to see. I think there's parts of the beginning. Like you get exposition, so it's a little hard, but I do feel like there's parts around the beginning because it's a lot of seeing Diana as a kid and then growing up where you could sneak away and not miss much. I mean, you kind of get more of the how the world works on... How's it pronounced? The Themyscira? Themyscira. Um, Skira? Yeah. So, you could, but you could probably dip out at some point in the first, I don't know, 20 minutes and be okay, uh, not miss much, maybe a little plot point that I'm sure you'll be able to pick up later on. Uh, once Chris Pine comes on the screen, uh, maybe about that 25, 20, 25 minutes into the movie, definitely be in your seats for the rest of the time, because that's kind of where the movie takes off, I think. Um... Pretty much everything between him and uh, Wonder or, and Diana is pretty much great all the way th up until they get to London, and that's you get some really good dialogue and some really good comedic moments between the two of them. At about an hour and ten, you get a pretty big fight scene. You want to be in your seats for yep. <clears throat> but I do think right after that ends, you have a little time to run to the bathroom. It eases up. Yeah, yeah. You have a few. You have a few moments there of kind of everybody getting back on track and, you know, you know, waiting till transitioning kind of to the next big moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, at about 45 minutes in, you can probably sneak out very quickly uh, because you get a lot of characters kind of just moving into place uh, where they're going to be. But certainly, I even wrote that down. Like an hour, hour and an hour ten, the music swells, the cape is dropped, the costume's revealed, and hope is restored to those who have lost it long ago. And you get... I think one of the, not only quintessential superhero shots, but one of the best shots in uh, the superhero movies thus far, and especially in the DC Universe. <laughs> For sure, the DC Universe, so. yes. <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you there, buddy. And of course, uh, we should mention, no post credit scene, so you can get up and run to the bathroom. You don't have to sit in the theater and uh, wait for something, you know, a teaser. That's never coming. That's never coming, yeah. So please, if you do not feel like waiting through all the... Special effects guys' names. You can go. You can go. There is a opening uh, animated end credits thing, but once that's over and turn, cuts to black and credits roll. Yeah, which looks cool. I mean, if you if you can hold out for another minute, <clears throat> watch that because it's it's a lot nice of production way design artwork. Sure. So, all right, let's get into the meat of it. For what it's worth, where we measure our opinions against the ticket price. Wonder Woman clocked in at sixteen dollars and fifty cents. Good old ArcLight. <sighs> <clears throat> uh, what are we thinking here, Brad? What do you want to pay for Wonder Woman? I don't want to... S this movie is good. I mean, it's the best DC movie we've seen. Well, let's put it this way. What, how does it compare to DC movies, and how does it compare to superhero movies? It's the best DC movie we've seen since Dark Knight, and it's not close. Uh, to other superhero movies, I, I, I'll tell you what. I mean, I... What have we gotten recently? Like, I liked it more than Doctor Strange. Guardians 2? Uh, it's it's close. Okay. I didn't love Guardians 2. Sure. Um, it's, I mean, I think they're pretty on par with one another. Um, I think this movie is, like we, I feel like we say on the show a lot, it's too long. 
This movie could have been about an hour <clears throat> and 45 instead of 2.20, and it would have done itself probably a great service. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, um, boy, and this this movie does fall into the superhero trapping of origin story. It does. We well, get a it solid... Is. It's an origin story. A, right, but there's different ways to tell origin stories, and we seriously get a solid 40 minutes of backstory and like Grand Budapest Hotel levels of story within a story within a story at times, which isn't wholly bad, but 40 minutes of backstory is a lot. And I, I think it. this is one time where, I don't want to say you need it because you didn't need that much of it, but because Wonder Woman's already introduced in um, Dawn, of uh, Dawn of Justice and you're kind of seeing where she is now, it makes sense to give her some backstory, but it feels like it's too much. Yeah. Again, once Chris Pine crash lands in there, like near their island, that's when this movie starts to really move. And that's some of the best, I think, work in this movie is between Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. They are both charming. They do a really nice job of, uh, I don't want to say exploiting, because that makes kind of gives it a negative connotation, but do, using the fish out of water Oh yeah, uh, yeah for stuff sure. really in a fun way. They're both so way. charming. So charming. Chris Pine, this is yeah. one of the, I mean, it reminds me a lot of him as Kirk in the Star Trek movies. Of course. But this is where I feel like his, uh, this is where he's in his sweet spot. Oh, yeah. And he is fun, funny, charismatic, has some really, does some really nice dramatic work at a couple points in this movie. Uh, I mean, I really loved him in this movie, maybe more than even as Kirk. Um, Interesting, yeah. And uh, I'm, I, I want to jump on that sure. too, actually. Give praise to Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. I mean, they elevate this movie. They make it funny. Uh, they bring the heart to it. I'll even say that their talents help get across some of the, say, cheesier relics. Like, say, a lasso of truth. A lasso that can make someone tell the truth with tightening it around them. Um, I, I like to liken that to, say, like the Doctor Strange self-animated cape. Which is kind of a weird, kitschy relic that's kind of hard to explain. Um, just like Wonder Woman's um, Greek mythology backstory, like Thor's Greek mythology backstory, you need to have a level of... Uh, I hesitate to say tongue-in-cheekness about it, but awareness, certainly, and uh, salesmanship. And I think Chris Pine, being the only one that the Last of Truth gets used on, sells it to the nth degree. He makes it funny, makes it believable, and makes me accept that, you know, like, uh, kind of like, quirky relic into this very otherwise real world. Uh, and I I think that's like a, quite a feat, actually, on both their parts, for the Greek stuff, the mythology with Ares, and believing of a god of war is corrupting mankind, and, and things like that, with get on Gal Gadot's shoulders. Right, well, and they do that so <clears> nicely, because <throat> I mentioned kind of Gal Gadot being the fish out of water, but in those early scenes, it's Chris Pine's the fish out of water. He's yeah. in this world where, you know, these, you know, magic lasso exists. Yeah. And his, like, he's never seen anything like this before, and this is all crazy. So, they do a really nice job of kind of showing both sides of that yeah. coin, which is, makes this movie fun, which I don't think we've had a fun DC movie. yeah. She plays that naivete so well, uh, you know, the smart in her own way, in, in her own cultures, but, you know, completely new to the world of man and World War I London. Um, and yeah, it's, she makes it really funny. She's got a lot of really good bits there, uh, especially the boat scene when they're traveling. Yeah. So funny. So funny. I mean, yeah. we laughed out loud a few times in this movie. Yeah. I can't think of too many uh, uh, superhero movies where I'm, I was laughing that much. Yeah. Um, I do want to say one thing. I just, 
I don't like the DC color palette that David Goyer and Zack Snyder have set out. These blacks and fire reds and then like the very like faded grays and blues. I understand that that's kind of a, a very World War One, World War Two color palette. As in Captain America, the first Avenger, you get a lot of that too. But boy, it's such a breath of fresh air, <laughs> uh, pun intended, when you get to Themyscira, when you spend all that time on this very lush, beautiful, bright world that even to go into the horrors of war and stuff, I just, oh, I yearn for more color in those later scenes. And kind of to jump on top of that, one of my problems in the DC universe as well is the overuse of slow motion in action scenes. I differ with you there. It's I think too, the slow motion's cool in this movie. It's too much. Okay. We use it con we use it as a, a, a bullet slowly moving through the air, an arrow slowly moving through the air. It, it's used well at times in this movie. It's too much. It, it becomes distracting to me in some really good action scenes, because there are really good action scenes. Oh, yeah, the action's well-crafted. Um, there are some visual effects issues in this movie. Really? A couple times. Okay. The At the beginning when she, there's oh, a green right. screen when, yeah. as a little girl, she's like jumping off this, jumping onto somewhere. The green screen is one of the worst I've seen. Yeah. There are moments our, that are not great. Our villain has a strength inhalation Bad. that lights his face up and it looks terrible. Especially for how good some of this looks. That's kind of why I think it stands out more. Because mm. some of the VFX looks so good in this movie. And then some of it, like, even sometimes when uh, Wonder Woman's, like, doing, like, the blocking of bullets with her, like, you know, sleet or whatever those things are called. But her yeah, the arm Bracelet bands. band things. There's they a have few, a name. Yeah, there's a few times, too, where the, that where that's, like, slowed down and it also doesn't look great. Um, so, okay. yeah, it's, it's still a, it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. There's, I got a little bit on the plot thing, I think. The plot overall gets a little, uh, a little messy at points, or oh, a little... See, I'm okay with the plot. I liked it. The only complaint I have is maybe a little too long. Chop up that backstory. Chop it up. Yeah. There's a, it seems like things get a little convenient yeah. at times, but, and a little easy at times. But overall, I enjoyed it. I mean, what, we're saying 16, out of 1650? I mean... 10 to 12 bucks. Okay. I mean, uh, I think I'm a little, a little hotter on this than you. I mean, again, the length, the backstory, and then the Chris Pine's band of misfits really do very little for as much time as we have to yeah, spend Yeah, I would have guys. liked to have seen some, something more done with that. And again, the end is too long. We, like, the whole ending, I felt like, by the end of this movie, I was, wanted them to wrap it up. If, if the beginning was a little curt, more Kurt, do you think you would have felt the same way about the end? Maybe not. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah. As I said, I, I I really enjoyed myself here. I mean, they can have sixteen fifty. They can have eighteen dollars. Wow. I I really enjoyed myself. I, it, I did too. Uh, I also feel like maybe that's expectations based on what the other DC movies have been. Maybe, but this is a very well crafted story compared to all those others. Like I, I never really found too much. Jumps of logic like Batman and Superman. Can no, 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 nothing of that Solve nature. their idealistic problems with one another because their moms have the same name. Sure, that's. I mean, there's nothing completely stupid in this movie yeah. the way there is in the other movies. But it, it was good. I mean, I'd, I'd go twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The other thing, it, again, superhero trappings. They do a wizard fight in this movie. You know, colored light just shooting at one another. 
I'm tired of that, man. Can we find a new way for superheroes to fight with other than just colored lights? That was part of my problem. The end of this movie reminded me of the end of Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. Like I, I felt there was way too many similarities there in style of the color fight, palette again. Color palette of the fight, length of the fight. That's it, it, that that whole ending sequence probably cost two to three dollars out of what I would have paid for this yeah. movie. And more heart than any DC film. I feel I like teared up a couple oh, of times. In this movie. Believe like, me, that was one of the best elements of this film. And that's again credit to Godot and or yeah, Gal Gadot and Gal Gadot Chris Pine, yeah. and Chris Pine. Yeah, I, had a, I was like, wait, Godot. I went to waiting for Godot. I was like, wait, am I saying something wrong here? <laughs> I don't know why. I'm an hey, idiot. I'm stupid. The DCU has been waiting for Godot. <laughs> How appropriate. Yeah. It looked like he was never going to come, but here we are. In and the form a, of Patty Jenkins. Yep. <laughs> and it's a she. Well, that's that's the Zeus backstory, man. There it is. All right, Brad. You just saw Wonder Woman. What are you going to do next? I guess I'm going to get a little more excited for Justice League, which I feel like is a terrible thing to say and a terrible thing to do to my own mind. Mm -hmm. But I really... Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, I love. I think she's great, even in uh, Batman v Superman. She was one of the only good parts of that movie. Easily. Um, so, yeah, that gives me a little more excitement for that movie. I mean, what we're hearing, it's like almost a three-hour film. That concerns me <laughs> sure. to, on, a, on many, many levels. Um, but, I mean, also, tragically, what happened with Zack Snyder's I family know. and now Whedon taken over. I mean, that that's... Uh, I don't want to use the word interesting because that's so it's such a hor horrific thing to happen. But... It'll be kind of interesting to see how Whedon and Snyder's absolutely kind I of mean com compare and contrast each other. So I'm certainly more interested now, having seen this movie in Justice League, where before this movie I was, I would have seen it because we would have probably reviewed it, but I had no interest or no excitement for it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Chris, you just watched Wonder Woman. What are you going to do next? Well, Brad, I am going to finish catching up on FX's Fargo, uh, starring David Thewlis, who oh, is right. also in this movie. That's true. Yeah, he's blowing up right now. Yeah. And I will, I guess I'm somewhat interested in uh, another movie about the inevitability of war, um, the Netflix Brad Pitt War Machine that's out now. I, I, I'm half interested. I'm half. Yeah. I love me some Brad Pitt. Sure. But, and you know what? We should say, uh, I know we've done our fair share of bashing Zack Snyder on this show, but seriously, uh... Uh, it's very sad what happened to him, and uh, I I hesitate to say thoughts and prayers because that seems like such a vapid thing in this day and age, but uh, it's it's terrible what happened to him, and um, I just wish him the best uh, for his, uh, what that's worth on this podcast. Yeah, we, we criticize, you know, movies sometimes, filmmakers and all that, but it's all kind of in fun. I mean, when something like this happens, exactly. immediately, like, yeah, that stops, that's... A game, somewhat of a game we play. When real life starts taking over, then yeah, yeah. the game ends. Yeah. So all the best to him and his family, and uh, yeah, all the best continued success of Wonder Woman. I think it's doing very well at the box office. Oh, uh, I, the numbers look great so far. Yeah, which is exciting. It I'm is it's very exciting. Yeah. All right, uh, that's it for our Wonder Woman review. Please let us know what you think. You can tweet uh, at us at High On Film, uh, Facebook High On Film, email us at the High On Film Show at gmail.com. I'm at Cross Maxwell on Twitter. That's Chris with an O instead of an I. Brad Davis. At BDAlwaysGP on Twitter and Instagram. And I love you Pittsburgh Pirates baseball blog on my Twitter page. There it is. We got Captain Ron out for this past uh, Memorial Day weekend with actress Erin Coleman. And next week, I think we're going uh, record shopping. Mm -hmm. Empire Records.
Very exciting. Very exciting. One of my favorites from uh, my teenage years. And only partially due to Liv Tyler being in this movie. What? No way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye.